At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on Beeson's Primetime Action, live from the South Point Hotel Casino, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could hang with us tonight. Uh, 14-7, to Buccaneers over the Eagles. Eagles have a uh, third and three from their own 32 as the second quarter has just uh, gotten underway. And the Eagles do not get the catch. Broken Ooh. up, intended for Jalen Rager. So we will see our first punt in this ballgame, unless the Eagles want to go full Brandon Staley here, which I doubt they will. But uh looks like they're going to punt first punt of the game because the Eagles have not stopped the Buccaneers on either of their two drives, and the Bucs couldn't stop the Eagles on their first. But here's a punt coming up, and it will be a punt formation with 14-19 left. What is the uh, live line on this, gentlemen? It was 8.5 before that pass. Seeing 10. It is now and, 10. And 62. Yeah. And 62 your total. Interesting, though, because we're already in the second quarter because – all of Brady's passes have been completed. So it's like, like I mean, he, like there's no incompletions, which means the clock still runs. Like yeah. typically when it's like, oh, uh, you know, track meet, whatever, like there's some incompletions, but this, this quarter actually moved fairly fast because of, of the, uh, of the one incompletion. Of yeah. One the nature of oh, Antonio Gil. Brown did catch it. He was out of bounds. Uh, it was right. that beautiful Gil, out of bounds. Some, catch. Some, some bad news coming through the Twitter machine here. The giants have decided to forfeit. They're not going to play tonight. <laughs> They're going to forfeit. Too many mind games, they're, Dodgers. They're going to forfeit. It's a, it's it's over. It's over. Dodgers move on. Advance. Even you saying that out loud, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> like, please don't forfeit. No, don't don't forfeit. Ryan Hyatt, question of the night. We should put Ryan Hyatt on the play, on the payroll here. Yeah, probably. There's enough work for us. Right, sure. Ryan Hyatt. He should get paid out of Kelly's. Out of Kelly's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. What's yeah. the worst sports betting cliches that make you cringe and cost average bettors? And what truism isn't true anymore when it comes to sports betting? Let's ask the, answer the first one. What's the worst sports betting cliches that make you cringe and cost average betters? I, I know what I would say. Anything, oh, look, we have pictures next to our Twitter. Oh, and by the way, now. he switched to Kelly Bidlin. Hey, way to go, Kelly. At Kelly Bidlin, yep, yep, yep. That's where you can find me now. I am Twitter. very jealous, though, that you get Nicely your name. done. I am. I got to admit. Don't, don't be jelly, bro. Real jelly. I am. I'm jelly. <laughs> don't be jelly. <laughs> I am. Uh, for me, worst sports betting cliches that make me cringe, pros and Joes, squares and sharps. When yeah. anybody mm. tosses that crap around, 95% of the people who toss that around have no idea who is actually betting. And it's just like, it's just such a, it's such a vague thing. And that's the one right there, though, when you, when you A, it's vague, but yes. B, when we, like, we're around so many of these bookmakers all the time, and they, they'll tell you exactly what we say on the show all the time. It doesn't matter how much being bet, matter who, who's betting it, right? They, they don't care if it's, you know, if it's $500 from one guy, he might be a lot more respected than the guy who's coming in with 10 grand. And it, it's, that, that, that's what moves numbers more for them is, is who's betting it. I think that the, the truisms, that aren't true anymore. I mean, home field advantage, right? Like that's home something that's just not not as true as what it once was. On the Megapod today, I had uh, Ace Vegas runner for those who are old time uh, Megapod listeners 
uh, he came back on the show as a guest today, and he was talking about himself as a as a better, and he was talking about like the uh, the Pittsburgh Seattle thing this week. So it's Geno and not Russell Wilson, and he said in the past. He would always be like, oh, the public's going to overreact. I'm totally betting Seattle here. And now the way football is, he's like, nope, I don't do that anymore. Like, the public isn't overreacting. I think that was an interesting sort of admission. Because I think he's right. Usually the public public was always overreacting to that stuff. And now the the chasm between the haves and the have-nots really does sort of manifest more than than it used to. The truism, Kelly, that's the best one, though. The home field. Home field. Home field. field Because it has shrunken from what was – really and truly looked at as three points. And we have now, I mean, there's there's serious empirical data that it is down to maybe one. I think there would be some people who'd be really, really adamant about telling you there is no home field advantage unless you're playing in one of these, like, domes that get super incredibly loud. And I, I, just, I just don't think. It's not like going to a college. It's not like going to a college stadium, right, right where there's 100,000 people packed in there who are all going absolutely nuts. Like and, that kid who came in for Sean Clifford Roberson for Penn State, yeah. that place overwhelmed him yeah. at Iowa this week. Yeah. That was a home field advantage. But yeah, go to the Washington game this week against Kansas City, it's like a negative home field advantage. Right. I also think there's like things I'm just thinking of. Like we always, you know, we always try to warn warn or caution people about trends on the show. And I know that's not the exact question, but trends. Trends. And then even when we, you know, we find things like, you know, the ticket and money splits really interesting, but it shouldn't lead you one way to, you know, one way or another to a bet. It's, it's all this stuff. I think like we've said before, this is fun facts. If it kind of can help support, you know, an argument. Great. But we could do an hour on this. We really could. We really could. Yeah. Yeah. Reverse line movement. Reverse line movement. All of that. Third and 11 for the Bucks. Brady got a man. Antonio Brown. Oh, what a tackle. Shoestring. Is Antonio Brown's like 18th catches already? What a tackle. All right, what do you do here? You're the Bucks. Fourth and one, let's call it fourth and two. Your quarterback's 12 of 13 for 119. What fourth, do you do? Fourth and two. You're up 14 to seven. You're still in your own territory. 1230 left in the second quarter. You're close to midfield, but not quite there. Um, Nice tackle. I'm punting. Are you? Yeah. I don't think Bruce Arians is. I don't think he's uh, Tom Brady wants to talk about it. No. Here's where Tom gets oh, he, his. He needed the clock reset. Yeah. Here's where Tom gets his over on the one and a half yards. Oh, they're running, running oh. out the punt team. They're running out the punt team. Coach Bidlin making the right call. You made the right call, Kelly. Well, Bidlin. I, I got to be honest. I, I thought it was longer than, like, that. It's, it's, it's more closer to fourth and one than fourth and two. When they actually showed at where it was, yeah, it was a fourth and a long one. So now, now I'm actually a little bit more surprised. Well, now they're calling a timeout though. So who well, knows? maybe they'll think about it then. They will think about it. Bruce Arians wants some more time to think about it. Bruce Arians was it's an interesting placement of that thing on it. Interesting <laughs> I, placement of that. I, I love they they keep uh, uh, so Sirianni trying to do the uh, you know it's the the reset the clock, but it looks so funny when you're yelling at someone and then, and then raising the roof. You know, raising it's like roof. what are we doing it? What are we doing yeah. it? Well, when you do it with two hands, then it's really raising the roof. <laughs> right. Two arms, one arm, just get the play clock back. Uh, let's look at circa million three lines. Week six, they are out today as they are each and every Thursday. Static lines for those participating in the circa million three handicapping contest. By the way, you know some people. There's somebody who's twenty two and three in this thing. Twenty two and three. Oh man, and it's probably the same weeks. guy though who who was had the had it's a nice me. lead in the quarterly and then needed that Raiders Monday night oh, game and ended right. up having to chop it like six ways. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel that bad for him, but you know, yeah. that kind of sucks. Brad Pinion will punt for the Bucks, guys. Quarterbacks twelve of thirteen. 
Yeah, I'm a little surprised. But you know what? Oh, well. I, I, the way I'm thinking it, though, is, okay, that was one drive. Uh, other than that. They can score whenever the, they want. Yeah, the Eagles have not yeah. been able to stop them at all. Let's not give them a short field and somehow make this as a, make this a tied game. Punt it away. You already stopped them once. Just get the I ball actually, back. Yeah, I actually like it. I do. Uh, well, I, apparently, <laughs> you, you, we always talk about, like, you know, if you if, if you really want to know, like, through the lens of either a better or whatever. Well, this is through the lens of the crowd. When the punt team ran on and the offense ran off, the crowd cheered. They were like happy that they were like happy that they were punting. The truth serum, yeah. of the truth serum event. That's exactly what the Eagles wanted them to do. <laughs> yeah. They're about to start at Oracle. I'm done. Oh boy! All right, let's look at the circa million three yes. lines here, real quick. Um, anything I'll take on the this Bucks. first screen? <laughs> I'll take the Bucks. Uh, these are all kind of uh, status quo. The Rams end up being nine and a half against the Giants, who will not have Saquon, who will not have Kenny Galladay. We're still not sure about Danny Dimes. Uh, Chargers end up being a two and a half point dog against the Ravens. Those are probably the two noteworthy ones there on the first page. Just they came of- off the ten on the Rams. Came which off is the 10. yeah, yep. so they came off the ten there. Mm-hmm. They they stuck with the three and a hook on the Bengals. That that was three three and a half. You know that's kind of been a little bit three three and a half. As you mentioned, they did the two and a half there. They didn't put the hook on the Vikings. So there's there's a couple of different little things, I guess, that they page two. Let's see what we have here. Some of the other uh, the afternoon games, prime time, and uh, the remaining. Oh, these are just the afternoons. Browns are three. Broncos three and a half. Cowboys are just three and a half. Steelers are only five. Bills are six at the Titans. So I, I'm wondering if this is those six is interesting. That's a that's a bit of a. I love when the I think you can you often see one or two of these each week where I think there's the odds makers uh, opinion that come into this from Circa, and I, I, I think that's or one they're of them. anticipating a move later in the week. That too, yeah. yeah. Or they have an opinion for sure. The one-one pitch to Mookie Betts to start things off. I'm laying three and a half with the Cowboys. That might that might have to be my my force through. I don't know though. I don't, think you, I don't think you guys are going to disagree. Thinking of a force much, through, are you? But... Yeah, we haven't we haven't used a veto or a force yeah, through. This yet. is this is this is the more interesting. Just while we're while we're on, I mean, this, this is one of the more interesting moves of the week. This went from four and a half down to three and a half. Yeah, and I don't. Really no. I I made it. I wrote a note. I still have it on my notes up here to ask you about that last night, and I never asked you. I was gonna say, I was like, Matt, why is this move from four and a half to three and a half today? It happened yesterday. Yeah. Well, and it, is it? It's still three and a half, like everywhere. Right? It is three at DraftKings right now. That's incredible. I, I mean, I that was the one bet I made. Cowboys are three at DraftKings. Yeah. I made that at opening lines. I laid three minus one twenty. There's three. There's a three minus one twenty here in Las Vegas again. What's wow. you thinking on that? I don't I don't know because the 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 news didn't come out in favor of the Patriots. Is that yet. just ridiculous Belichick respect? I think it's a little bit of that. I I think I saw Tyron Smith mispractice today. I don't know if there's something up with him that I should be more concerned about. Would it completely shock you if the Patriots won that football game? I mean, no, just because it's the NFL. It wouldn't completely. But no, it would but like kinda. the talent difference is so overwhelming in my opinion. It would kinda. But not like wouldn't blow my mind. Yeah, no, wouldn't blow my mind. But that it would, it would kind of, it would kind of. Mookie Betts leadoff hit. Webb uh, fell behind three-one count, and uh, Betts raked 
the 3-1 pitch into left field. So he is on first to start things off. Logan Webb, Logan Webb having a little trouble finding the strike zone early as Corey Seager Amped steps up. to the plate. Jacked is what we're worried about. All right, so you had Trayvon Diggs out again today and Tyron Smith limited at practice. Okay. Might contribute a little bit to the move here. Still, nonetheless, very interesting. Uh, We will come back. uh, Among other things, we'll look at most receiving yards in the NFL. We'll look at that market next. Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get in on the Bellator 268 action for free with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Answer questions about how you think it'll all go down this Saturday, October 16th, for your shot at up to $5,000. That's American, by the way. Head to DraftKings.com slash Showtime now to make your predictions before the fights begin. Who'll be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight throne? Don't miss the light heavyweight World Grand Prix semifinals on Saturday, October 16th. Live on Showtime. Terms and conditions apply. And other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Uh, Corey Seager, after the uh, Mookie Betts single, looks like he was looked like he was going to have a single, but it went. Uh, he hit it too far, lined out to left, and then a double play induced by Logan Webb on uh, Logan Webb on Trey Turner, and uh, the Giants are out of the inning. As we go to the bottom of the first, we play in that Bellator tournament. Mm-hmm. It's actually. Sixty-one hundred and eighty-five Canadian dollars. <laughs> you really do. So you want to get paid out in Canadian? Is what, you want. what are you gonna mix yeah. in like pesos or something else? Come on, man, mix it up. Challenge yourself. Shekels. Well, because we don't have any people south of the border on the show with us, but we do have people north of the border on the show with us. So in case Andy wants to know what the payout is, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what Andy's doing every night. He's waiting at home, <laughs> how's, waiting how's, for you to say. How's Andy's hockey play doing, by the way, on the wings? How's that going? Wings. wings hosting the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, and the score is. Let me do a. I'll do a full NHL. Ooh, wings four to one. Ooh, Ooh, that's a whoa, Andy McNeil. Yeah, other games we got going on right now. Hurricanes up on the Islanders four to three. That is at the second intermission. Sabers all over the Canadians five to one. Fourteen twenty remaining in the game. Big third down play here. I'll, I'll pause for that. Third and four from their own forty-five for the Bucks up fourteen to seven. Uh, 9-14 left in the second quarter. Brady off, off. Oh, oh, that's picked. Off of Cameron Brait and picked. Oh, boy. The over on the interception hits. Yeah. What was the, it was plus money, wasn't it? Yeah. No flag. It looks like Cameron. Oh, that hit the ground, didn't it? Did he get his arm? Well, I, th- I think they're going to say underneath. Let's I see. think they're going to say underneath. Yeah. Yeah. It moves, but yeah, it doesn't no, matter. That's it's a on... catch. That's a catch. Yeah, that's it's a, a catch. Absolutely, that's a pick. It mo- it moves, but the hands are underneath, so that's that's the catch. Yep. And I thought he got tagged early. Oh, Tom is going to be so mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, resuming NHL updates: Blue Jackets up on the Coyotes five to one. Sixteen minutes left in that game. Penguins and Panthers all tied at two. Uh, Fourteen minutes left there. Penguins plus one hundred five live. Panthers minus one forty five and a half. The total. Uh, Stars Rangers tied up at two. 16 minutes remaining in that game. Stars plus 105. Rangers minus 140. And five and a half is the live total. Senators three. Maple Leafs one. 1340 remaining in the game. If you wanted to get in live on the Maple Leafs, plus 550. And five and a half is the total. 
Red Wings four, Lightning two. Didn't you just say four one? So Lightning has yeah, got one, I guess. Just got one. Um, and then we've got the Seattle Kraken, Matt Brown's team, leading the Nashville oh, Predators. Yeah, now they win. Two to one. <laughs> Thanks, Kraken. 17 minutes left in the second period. Kraken minus 205 live. Predators plus 150 and seven and a half is the total. As far as the college football games are going, um, I'll get back to you. On go, that. go, go, go. Oh, warning track. Oh. South Alabama 31, Georgia Southern 8, and Memphis 28, Navy 10. Both starting in the third quarter. Two pop-outs induced uh, to start things off by Kniebel. Ruff just took him to the uh, to the warning track at right field, but Mookie Betts tracked it down uh, in front of the brick wall out there in uh, right center. So two down now for the Giants. By the way, before that half inning started, the Giants went to minus 140. After the first at-bat, they went back down to minus 125. Now after the second at-bat, two outs recorded back down to minus 115 on each side. Live numbers as Buster Posey takes his hacks now at Kniebel. Uh, 14 to 7. Posey deep to right field. Bets going back off the wall. That's going to be at least two for Buster Posey. Let's see. Oh, he's not even going to try That's to go a, for three. It's, yeah. those, those triple days are behind him. Yeah, I'll tell you, yeah. though, he could. He might have been able to make that one. That uh, was, those uh, triple days are behind him. He thought about it. Double for Buster Posey as uh, Kniebel has gotten tagged twice in a row now to right center. And so the Giants have the first runner in scoring position of this ballgame, but two down in the first. He's swinging at the first pitch right down the pipe. Thought Buster might have gotten all of that. Just shy of getting out of the park. They're, they're doing the booth review on this interception for, like, way longer than we thought they would. This looks to be like a Marcus Epps pick, doesn't it? For yeah, sure. Like his hand, both hands underneath the ball. I don't know why we're... It looked pretty clear. And you know what? I even thought the, the ground caused the ball to move, which, again, wouldn't matter. But I actually think he purposely moves it with his hand just to, t- to tuck it in more. I, I don't know. I don't know how you could. If this pump. was anybody but Tom. This would be already. Be uh, a that's pick. right. Oh, Bruce Arians can't believe it. <laughs> oh, I guess boy. it went against him. Huh? Wearing his fanny pack on his shoulder. Oh no, Ari- Ari- Arians is screaming like it should not be the Eagles' ball, but to us, it looks like it's the Eagles' ball. It does. I don't know. Gratterall already warming up in the Dodgers bullpen. So this is the longest booth review. We've gone through a commercial with this too. By the way, you can bet on these things in faraway places. Wait a minute. Replay reviews? So so they would go to Gratterall here then? Looks like it at this point. And it's a 2-0 count on Brandon Crawford. But Gratterall is the first guy in the pen for the Dodgers. So it wouldn't be, at least by what we're seeing in the bullpen, it wouldn't be Rios, who was supposed to be the starter. Was, we were all led to believe as a starter until this midday, I guess, here at Pacific time, where David Roberts said, nope, it's going to be Kniebel in an o, in an opener situation. What did they call on the replay? Do we know yet? We're still looking at it. I think they're still thing. looking at it. Yeah, it's still, still reviewing it. Longest booth review ever. 2-0 pitch to Crawford. Was gonna, was if it hanger. takes this long, it's an interception. Right? How long has this been? Make a call. Bruce Arians does not think it was an interception. Arians is not wondering. happy. Just bent in the ear of Got the it. official on the sideline. Fanny pack up at his shoulder. Man. If Kelly's gone to the audio because he's lost his mind on this too. Kelly, I don't think this is legal for this audio for, to be coming. First of all, they Brate got completely, completely like the arm is on Brate the whole time. Why was that not the call? Should have been a flag there. Should have been a hold, but it wasn't. What's Joe Buck saying? <laughs> Kelly's literally got this. They're giving it to him. Appears they're giving it to him, at least by the reaction of the Eagles, but they're still showing booth review, so maybe not. 
The two one pitch. If a booth review takes five minutes, what are they doing? Like, how can you overturn what was ruled on the how, field? How is this so taking so long? It's so strange for it's just a random play like this, which looked very clear to us. Okay, no. all I've learned is that apparently it took a very long time before they even started to review it. Oh, because they're still in the hood. They're still yeah. looking at it. That's what that, that's what they're going nuts about on the broadcast right now, is that it took way too long for them to even oh, start so reviewing so the technology it. failed them. That's what Arians is losing his mind about. 2-2 pitch to Brandon Crawford. Posey at second. Oh, no. A look back at Posey. Because you can't have Buster Posey taking. You can say he's a threat to steal yeah. third there for sure. And you, even the refs look mad. The refs are reality. All right, at he's, each fine. Other. he's finally coming out of the booth now. That is the longest replay review we ever had. After further review, it's an incomplete wow. pass. Incomplete. What? Wow. So everything we've been led to believe about having your hands under the ball, even if it does move, that just went out the window. Even if it does move, yeah. that's that's the rule. That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make Guys, the uh, Brady effect. I was going to say, you think that's the Tommy? Because it's the Tommy play? The Brady effect. Still four down, but the Bucks will now have a chance to punt it away rather than the Eagles getting the ball close to midfield on a would-be Marcus Epps interception. Kenyon will punt it out, punt it away now. Try to pin the Eagles deep. And now the 2-2 pitch. Another 2-2 pitch after Crawford. I hope the Kraken lose every game they play this year. Come on, Crawford. Do something with this. Oh, they just squeezed Kniebel. That looked like strike three. Home cooking call. 3-2 instead. Davey Roberts not really arguing with that. Based on where the uh, box is, that's a strike. But no. They don't get that call. So 3-2 now coming to, to Crawford. Bigger problem I have with this mm-hmm. is not only does it is it just look like it's flat wrong, the ruling in the football game. It looks like it's flat wrong from what we've been led to believe. Yes. But... I fully believe in the, if you have to look at something that long, let it stand whatever you called on the field, and you called it an interception. Like I, I don't know how there is. But if you're saying it was a technology problem, that goes out the window too. Eagles, as it is, get the ball at their own 11-yard line, first and 10, after the uh, punt. And now Jalen Hurts running for his oh, life. Boy. He was slide with a one-yard loss. Another negative play for the Eagles. Yeah, he's he's had three or four runs now that have not made it back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and, not turned in anything. And Kniebel gets Brandon Crawford swinging for strike three. So end of one, zero, zero at Oracle. Will we get an inning two? From Kniebel? I don't see why you wouldn't start him in the second inning. But Will, will we still be here, though? We may, yeah. Sounds like this baseball game could take roughly five and a half hours tonight. Long as, as long as the Giants win, I'll <laughs> take it with Kears. I don't care if it takes seven hours. Second and 11 now for the Eagles. We will get to those receiving props that we promised. I promise you that. But we'll do it right after the break. After this play, Hurts with time. Got a man. First oh, down. Oh, no. Ooh. And then. Uh, but again, that's the catch fall down. See? It hurts. But, but that's not good, though, because that was, for, that was for like 12 yards. Yeah. So that's, that's not good. It'll be first and 10. That moves the chains as uh, Devin White just throws Ertz down to the turf. Catch and fall. And down. There you go. We'll come back. We will do those receiving yards. Uh, who will end up with the most receiving yards in the National Football League at season's end? We'll look at that courtesy of DraftKings right here on Beeson's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on Beeson, the sports betting network. 
Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Um, Jalen Hurts threw a pick uh, that looked like he that j- looked like Jamel Dean was the intended receiver on the play. And we're doing several things. We're doing a show here in case you're wondering. And it looked to us like Jamel Dean caught that ball and stood up and wasn't ever touched. But apparently a whistle blew, maybe? I yeah, it sure looked like that. Yeah. Anyway. Man, was that still in the break? So many things going yeah, on. Yeah, it was beforehand. Wow. <laughs> that was beforehand. So many things. So many things. Uh, Justin Turner's up, by the way, Kelly. I know you have a plus yeah. 550 on him. He did not it. swing. Did not go around on that one. He did not. 2-2 two, two pitch, one out in the uh, Top of the second, 14 to 7 bucks. Um, let's look at those receiving props here real quick and see if there's anything we like as uh, oh, O.J. Howard with the little short one gets to the 12, first and 10 for the bucks. All right, so these are the uh, these are the current receiving odds for... Justin Turner got a hold of that one. Yes, he sure did. <laughs> he hit that about five feet longer than you did. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Crawford with a nice play on the slow roller. So two down now for uh, Logan Webb and the Giants here in the top of the second. And uh, again, the Bucks first and ten at the twelve. So on the on the left, the odds to lead the NFL in receiving yards. On the right, the current number of yards for these receivers. Matt, the only one in single digits is Devontae Adams. A string, put a string between Rodgers and him. He's at five seventy nine, leads the league. He's at six to one. Everybody else double digits. It, I don't know how you could feel really comfortable betting on anybody. I agree. Outside of him, I agree. With again, like I said, I mean, it is it's the most absurd. I mean, he has a over a 37% target share in this. I mean, that's that's just unheard of. I don't know what the record is, but that's got to be close. And that's what you want if you bet this. Yeah, if if you are the type of person that bets this, and I am not the type of person that mm-hmm. would bet a market like this, but if you are, that's the guy, right? 37%. I mean, it, like. It's just unheard of. Right? Yeah. Like literally more than every third pass that goes out of Aaron Rodgers' hands goes his way. And oh, like, by the way, currently has the lead. Yeah. I just don't know how you go any other direction outside of outside Adams. Just with 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 his the usage and the role that he plays there, and honestly, the lack of anybody else as well. That's right. the other thing. It's like right. you can't look at a team like the like the Bucks tonight. I mean, like tonight has been an Antonio Brown game. Like, you know, like we were talking about this before the thing. It's like they just Whatever, whatever the path least resistance is, is that's kind of how the the Bucks go. There, there's no one else for. I mean, it is Aaron Rodgers throws to Devontae Adams every single time. The defense knows it's coming, and they still <laughs> and they can't and stop they can't it. do anything about it. It's amazing. It the really one, is. I guess the one longer. I, I agree. I mean, Devontae Adams uh, makes a lot of sense. There. Get out of there, Gavin Lux. Get out of there. Sit down. <laughs> we go to the middle of the second. Scoreless. I guess one of the longer shot ones that interests me a little bit is Stefan Diggs, just because he hasn't. Started off the season that great for him, but the team has, and at 25 to 1, you still know he's the clear cut number one wide receiver there. I, I just think for a longer shot, that one intrigues me a little bit. You see, he's 200 yards behind, right? Yes, I do. Okay. But that's one game for him. <laughs> 200 yards behind. I, that could be one game for him and one sprained ankle for Devontae Adams this year. Oh, here goes Kelly wishing injury on people. Let's throw in Defensive Rookie of the Year. Because, Kelly, you promised one of our listeners that we would do Defensive Rookie That's of the right. Year. We had a Twitter request yesterday, so let's make good on that. Defensive Rookie of the Year. We don't often talk Defensive Rookie of the Year. Micah Parsons. 
is your short shot, plus 350 at DraftKings. Patrick Sertan, the second of the Broncos, is at plus 450. Uh, Owusu Koromoa for the Browns, plus 750. And then Jamin Davis and Asante Samuel Jr. lead the double-digit parade. Your guy, Odafe Owe, is at 14-1, to one, Matt. Yeah, I know. That's... And whatever, it's 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 these markets, so I'm not too worried about it because again, it's dictated by how many people are 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 betting on these things or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you you look and it's just like, I mean, I get it, Parson. It's it's the thing we were talking about before. How right? is how is Trayvon Diggs? Oh no, Trayvon Diggs is not a rookie. I forgot we're talking yeah. about rookies here. Yeah, I was thinking defensive player of the year. Right. But it's like we look we look at these things and I understand like you know Parsons gets all the love. He gets everybody screaming about him and all. And, and look the versatility that he showed playing yep. for a much much improved defense. For like sure. There's, there, there's nothing to take away from him there. I just don't think that the, the gap between those two is as large as it's as it's shown to be right here. But again, this is a we talk about this all the time. Voters are human beings. They it's are a human beings. Driven thing. All you hear about is how Micah Parsons was, you know, told that he had to move from linebacker to defensive end. He said, "Sounds good. I'll do it." Watch me and be awesome. Did it well, yeah, and then yeah. did it well. So yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes perfect sense whenever you take a look at that. So I mean, look as far as betting. I still think Oe would be the guy that I would what bet at fourteen. What did you get him at? Oh, it's like thirty or forty or something nice. like that, because he was he was he was way way long. Every time you look well, up, he's I making you, a play. I thought you had like a near triple digit number. I, I'll have to I'll have to look. The problem with our with our stuff is we we, we pull back the curtain all the time here, so you can only bet on your phone here <laughs> in the back, and so Shh, you have to open anybody. up. A hundred individual apps. It's not like I can just have a window for each book like you guys have for the rest of the country, which is just amazing, and I'm so incredibly jealous. Like, that's that's got to be the greatest thing ever. You just pop up in a tab, boom, boom, boom. You have them all open. You can look at all your stuff. It takes me half an hour to try to find things and all this stuff. Yeah. Some of these are, yeah. It's like a, you have to allot time in your day. Yeah. By the way, the, the, I mean, you could, like, write them down somewhere after you. I mean, I have it in a, I mean, you know, <laughs> I've got it in a spreadsheet. I mean, you know, you could plan. Was it 235 total yards for the Bucks to 62 for the Eagles and the Bucks on the doorstep? First a goal at the two, up 14 to seven. There's Leonard Fournette up the middle, touchdown, make it 20 to seven. Extra point coming. Man, I don't. Whatever the anytime touchdown for Lenny was in this game, yeah, I should have played that. That's him getting in the end zone in this game was a near lock. The answer to your question is Gratterall is in to start the second. Okay, inning. so there it is. So Gratterall gets in to start the second. So they go Kniebel first. He does retire the Giants, did to give up a double. And now Gratterall gets the call in the second inning with obviously the Dodgers saving Rios for a little later in this game. Chris Bryant up at the plate. Are they like Gratterall. trying to get through the first time through to where they can pinch hit in that nine hole and then and and then he comes in? It's a little, it's a little too cute, by the way, I think. I, I just feel like it's a little too cute. They may prove to get away with it, but it just feels like it's a little too cute. Nobody throws 100 miles an hour more effortless oh, dude, than this guy. He threw 103 the he, other he, night. He, but it like doesn't look like he's doing anything. He's just kind of like, eh, 100. The human arm was not meant to throw a hardball 103 miles an hour. Yes. Oh, 25 of his 35 pitches were over 100. Were 100 <laughs> or more. Unbelievable. Leonard Fournette, anytime touchdown, was plus 100. Thank you, guys, downstairs. There you go. Plus 100. 21 to 7. That was, a near, that was a near lock. There's a non-100. He threw a slider. Yep. Non-hundo there. Non-hundo. What is the, uh, let's go to the live line on the Buccaneers now. 14 touchdowns or the live line on the Eagles more specifically. 
What do we have on them? 156 left in the second quarter. Let's see. We got 15. Bucks minus 15 and 56 and a half. Bucks minus 15. Any interest in taking the Eagles at plus 15? Neither me. And I know I said I was looking that way pregame, but the Bucks are just moving this ball too easily. I don't think. Well, my whole thing was yeah. if I could tell that there was any sort of anything going on with the thumb that right. might that would lead me yeah. to want to get in on the Eagles. Like this is I mean now, I mean, having said this, Eagles about to get the ball here and they get it in the start of the second half. I mean, that's always a nice situation to be in. But I think I'm still holding off. And which means if I'm not pulling the trigger here, I'm probably not betting it at all this game. Did Justin Turner airmail this? Yeah, he threw it he threw it uh errant. And so it took, oh, no, Chris Bryant just beat it. Broken bat infield single for Chris Bryant. So uh, runner at first with Mike Yastrzemski at the plate now facing Gratterall. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm i not getting involved anymore. We have the teasers backwards. Yeah. We have the teasers forward. Just let this football game play out. Yeah, at this point, yeah, comfortable with the two-touchdown lead. That's yeah, right. let's just, we'll just roll. Anything else would here. just be, we're just mm-hmm. action junkies at this point for this game. Jalen Hurts. Trying to do oh something, boy. just nowhere oh to go. Oh, no receiver open. Does find a Zach Ertz for a little, uh, no, he dropped it. Dropped so, it. it'll be second and 10. White all over Ertz in this game, by the way. Devin White. Yeah. All over. He really is. There's Bruce Arians. I love the Bruce Arians shots, Kelly. I know how much you enjoy those. <laughs> it's, just, it's a setup he has, man. Quite a setup. Uh, go, go. Oh, he pops up. Yastrzemski pops up in foul ground. So, uh, he gets retired. One out. Bryant still at first in that one. So we'll uh, track these. One more uh, step. By the way, defensive rookie of the year. So what did we say in the end? Odafe Owe is still the best bet on I the mean, board? I mean, I think I would play him. That'd be about the only. I mean, he's he's still double digits, and he's, I mean, yeah. he's putting up. He makes plays, man. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's putting up plays that are that can make a highlight reel, right? And you're still getting double digits on it. Micah Parsons plus 350. Yes, the narrative is pretty strong. Yeah. But plus 350 to wait a whole year, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I I think that's the the bigger thing. You're still so we're still so early into the season. You're gonna bet plus three fifty on something like that, and I, I and, can't. And Jamin Davis, I mean that defense is just too bad to even suggest mm-hmm. a bet at this point. So uh, he's playing well, I guess, within that defense for Washington. Front seven far better than that secondary. We'll come back. Uh, we'll watch these some more here. We'll get down to the end of the first half. We'll keep watching the baseball game. We'll wrap it up on Beeson's prime time action from the majestic South Point Hotel Casino. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action. So Tom Brady, <clears throat> pardon me, throws a very uncharacteristic bad pick there. Just air mails it over the defense. So with 56 seconds left, the Eagles down 14 will get the ball back. Looked like the uh, Bucks were going to be able to run out the clock, but not the case. As that one got away from Brady. So Eagles will uh, try to get at least in field goal range. And now uh, in the baseball game with runners at first and second, Evan Longoria just popped up with one out in foul ground, and so now it's Logan Webb at the plate. Not the guy, of course, you want in the order to be up in this situation, but first and second on Brewstar Gratterall, and Logan Webb taking his hacks, and he does take a hack and fouls it back. So that's the story there in the bottom of the second. As the Dodgers went with 
Kniebel in the first and Gratterall in the second. They'll try to get away or get out of this inning scoreless there. So, any thoughts on a, I know I know we're done with the football in-game, but any thoughts on a baseball in-game at this point? If, if one of these teams went ahead, if the Giants went ahead, would you jump in on the Dodgers? Oh, you know it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's why I asked, though. Hey, you, knew, you knew the answer was coming. I knew that's why I asked. <laughs> By the way, Deontay Wilder broke his right hand during that fight. Really? Yeah. I did not see that. Whoa. Broke it in the uh, round, round sixth. Broke it in round six, apparently. Okay, so here we go. Urias is in the uh, Urias is now in the bullpen. So one time through the order, Urias is next up for the Dodgers. Logan Webb down on strikes. We go to the third. Zero, zero to Oracle. Jalen Hurts, five of 12 for 54 yards. Ungood. In this one, he has five rushes for 14 yards. Miles Sanders has one for one yard. If you do the quick math, guys, 52 pass yards, 15 rush yards. They have 67 yards and, of offense. And only two targets for Devontae Smith. Like, what's the, like, wh- I, don't, I don't even understand what the offensive game plan is. Yeah, I don't know what's. Yeah. Like, it's clearly not, like, trying to run the ball because they're, they're not doing that. It's like, it's it's actually the, uh, it's the go to Zach Ertz game, apparently. And Zach Ertz just falls forward. Fortunately, he only has 21 yards. Mm-hmm. 15 yards rushing for the Eagles, huh? 14 for Hertz, one for Sanders. Yeah, not good. The discrepancy in total yards, 237 to 67. Yeah, the other one, just looking at the box score, it, it blows me away almost every week. When you look at the Buccaneers box score of just how much they use Leonard Fournette. When they've got, like, how much Ronald Jones and, um, and Gio are just not a thing anymore. I mean, I know Gio was hurt. I know Ronald mm-hmm. Jones kind of, what, he had some issues with the team or something like that. I thought, but G- I thought Gio was going to be a great pick. Me too. Lenny was fumbling last year, if you remember, and then he's just he's he's not doing that this year. And I guess they just at this point, just okay. Well, we trust you if you're not going to fumble because Ronald Jones was fumbling there for a hot minute too. So wow, they just they catch? use him so much in the passing game that like I almost don't remember from chat like him and Jacksonville being involved in the passing game that much. Oh boy, another review. Another well, review. We're not going to have another play until well, we get out of here. Jalen Rager did okay, not that's did not catch incomplete. That, ball. that would be incomplete. Do we really need to spend time reviewing this? I guess we will. It's a 13-point live spread, currently 55-and-a-half the total. We know how long games take because of we know when we leave the studio at what point in these Monday or Thursday night games we are. This is definitely the longest of the bunch, I think. We've had some speedy ones this year. Usually it's right at about halftime. And if, if the third quarter gets started, it's usually moving pretty quick. But this is we're not even. This this does break our streak of the first halves not going our way betting right. wise though. Now are we are we oh, nervous? They did. They did. They did. Yeah, you guys should oh, probably, you guys should probably be nervous. Yeah. We're up are we, yeah. yeah, are we nervous? Yeah, we should be nervous. That was ruled incomplete. Finally, they didn't need to uh, go to the booth. Thankfully, second and ten for the Eagles at their own thirty-two. Down twenty-one to seven. Fifty-three seconds left. Eagles still have all three timeouts, so this could take a while. But Hertz just gets smothered. No, he breaks out to the left, throws it uh, downfield and away. And away. Third and ten. And now if you're the Bucks, are you thinking to yourself, well, they don't get this now because the clock stopped. Do we call timeout? Bucks have two of their timeouts. Eagles last four possessions, punt, punt, INT, punt. Three plays, three plays, three plays, three plays. So we're going to get Bellinger, Taylor, and then we're going to get a pinch hitter here. And this is probably 
the strategy was to to get through that first time, get a pinch hitter in the game, and then, I mean, I assume bring Arias in for as long as he can go yep. then at that point. Yeah, for him, he's, everyone's fresh, and Arias will go as long as they possibly have. Third and ten, Hurts. Flushed out to the left. He won't get there, though. They got the angle on him. And he goes out of bounds and stops the oh, clock. Oh, that was not smart. 37 seconds left, and the Bucks with two timeouts. We'll see where they end up after the punt, but they'll probably make a determination based on that if they're going to try to get in a field goal range. Knowing them with Tommy, maybe they do. But they're up 14, maybe they won't. It just it just looks like they're like the whole passing game so far for Phillies designed like downfield and nothing's been open. Yeah, and he keeps having to tuck the ball and run for three yards or negative one. So some of the, with some of these, I like. I'm very confused with the Philadelphia game plan so far. Cody Bellinger down looking to start the third for the Dodgers. So that's a shank punt, is it? Nope, short punt though. So. You're at your own 22-yard line. You're up 14. There's 31 seconds left, and you have two timeouts. to try to get in field goal range? It'll be interesting, right? I mean, considering yeah. this this offense for the Eagles have not, not been able to do anything at all since that first drive, yeah. then, I mean, if you throw it down the field and they pick it, are, do you really care? You Buck, know, Bucks uh, did have the ball first in the first half, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they yes. did. Yep. So there's that, but that's, you know, again, we're just we're just looking for angles at this point to try to make this interesting. Appears like the, uh, well, we'll find out here. 31 seconds left, two timeouts, own 22, yard line up 14, and it looks like the Bucks are going to try here to uh, get in field goal range. Brady, a little short dump-off pass, and oh, <laughs> that, oh, didn't, that oh, didn't go well. well now, they will now they will just now stare at each other, lie. and they'll let the clock uh, go down to zero. All yeah. right, Gio, see you ne- next season. Nice play, Gio. <laughs> Gio literally tripping over the turf there or his own two legs. Oh, man, that was bad. Both teams content to let it run out at this point, and we'll go to the locker room 21-7 to in favor of the Bucks. All right. I just had three tweets pop up like, is Gio Bernard drunk right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the weirdest. They won't show that replay, but it was like, whoa. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't gain his balance. 14-point live spread, 52 your total. Um, minus sixteen hundred on the money line for the Bucks, eight to one on the Eagles, Kelly, nine to one. Just flashed to nine to one. Kelly, let's do the uh, college football before we get out of here. South Alabama up on Georgia Southern, thirty-one to eleven, and Memphis up on Navy, thirty-five to seventeen. Both of these games in the third quarter. Live lines on those. Yeah, South Alabama twenty. Ooh, warning track Whoa. power. <laughs> Ballpark held it. <laughs> Uh, South Alabama, yeah, 31, 31 to 11 in that game. They are 20 and a, 20 and a half point favorites uh, live. 56 and a half is the live total. Memphis up on Navy, 35-17. Two minutes left in the third. Memphis, 18 and a half point live favorite. 65 and a half live total. All right, tomorrow on the show, as we do each and every Friday on Primetime Action, we go through each and every NFL game, blow by blow, injury reports, and really, honestly, uh, if you bet the NFL, and especially if you're in contest, whether it's Survivor or five-game ATS handicapping contest, you should not submit your picks until you hear the game-by-game. Game. And really, teams like the Browns this week, uh, updates. We got an update mm-hmm. on Clowney today uh, and on Garrett, but we haven't gotten one on Chubb and Hunt. That's obviously huge. Uh, and there's other things to look for around the league. And really, it should inform 
your bets. It took me off the Patriots last week in Survivor, put me and, on the Vikings. And nearly. And, and Both that, were miraculous. It, it, the, yeah, I mean, the Patriots, that was one of those ones where we were saying, look, they, they very well might cover, but you're – it's that's not the play for this week, and right. sure enough, I mean they had a, a miraculous they had to have a miraculous comeback to to win that game. Yeah, and and you made a great point when we had Drew Dinsick on about how you wait for all the information, you make your bets largely towards mm-hmm. the end of the week. His handicapping style is to get ahead of line moves before the week, but he will even admit that he ends up with a Browns ticket that is sort of like, oh, oh well, mm-hmm. who knows what's in the balance? And so uh, definitely listen tomorrow night. Uh, among other things, we will do the injury report, but that's primarily what we do on Friday nights. And uh, who knows? Maybe uh, we'll wear floral shirts. Oh, a little, a little interesting thing here, I, I guess, because Jay Glazer goes on these pregame shows and mm-hmm. just kind of says things. Says stuff. I don't know if they're going <laughs> <laughs> to happen or not. But uh, Jay Glazer, quote, wouldn't be surprised if either Zach Ertz or Dallas Goddard was traded sometime this week. Wow. Sometime this week, he hmm. says. I mean, how coveted are both of those guys at, at this point? Yeah, I mean, sometime this week, huh? Interesting. Maybe the Cardinals. They lost Max Williams for the for the season. Yeah, no, that's true. The Card- Cardinals are, would be in that market. Three up, three down. Go to the bottom of the third. I think we're getting Julio Urias uh, in the bottom of the third. For the Dodgers, 0-0 in a winner-take-all game five. NLDS. We've done all we can do. Tim Murray, Sean King waiting over there for the nightcap at Circa. They will take you through the rest of the baseball game and the second half of a football game that looks so far to be pretty ho-hum for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For Matt Brown, for Kelly Bidlin, Gil Alexander, thanks for watching. We will talk to you tomorrow night. I'll talk to you in the morning on a numbers game right here at VEASAN, the sports betting network. 